Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. Previously on the podcast, we discussed agile marketing with Andrea Freirier, co-founder of Colorado-based Agile Sherpas. Let's continue the conversation and get to know more about her company and its work approach. So um, tell me a little bit about your book. So you had a book, was it Death of a Marketer? Mm-hmm. Which one yeah, I so. the title, title I got, I took that very personally because I was like, oh, I didn't know if there was something I didn't know about or that I wasn't in the know. But anyways, tell us a little bit about that, your inspiration, what the book's about. Give us some intel there. Yeah. So um, when I wrote the book about two years ago, um, and at that point, there were a lot of people who were starting to talk about how to do agile marketing, like that was kind of becoming the, the, the discussion. But there weren't too many people really explaining why we should be doing it. Um, and so I, I thought that that was really important to figure out like where marketing, what's marketing's sort of journey been like, and why have we arrived at this place where our process is so broken. And it's it sort of sucks to be a marketer sometimes, which is the, the death of the marketer yeah. um, title. And so um, I spent a lot of time researching and kind of going back through history of of what did traditional marketing look like? Then why agile has become more of a, a necessity in the way that we work. Um, and then did my own little sort of take on, on what does it actually look like to practice um, in marketing. And it was a big deal for me too, because a lot of the folks who um, I'm trying to think of the diplomatic way to say this, <laughs> who haven't necessarily done marketing and agile will get very fixated on scrum as the only option for making it work, um, when in fact, marketers need a lot more variety of practices for us. Um, and so I wanted to make sure that that was uh, clear and available for marketers to have good access to that information. Gotcha. And so just to confirm, but no marketers were killed in the making of this book, right? Because I just No marketers were harmed, no. No harm at all. I mean, I just don't want like, there's like, you know, there's like PETA for animals. I just don't know if there's like marketers, like if they're going to get some people picketing at your house or something. I just, just trying to keep you safe on that side. Uh, No, I I think I'm okay. Yeah, I appreciate the concern. All right. That's good. That's good. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, That's awesome. So you, I mean, and you, you did the book with about two years ago which is interesting to me because that was, you'd only been in the space for about two years at that point, right? So you're like saying, hey, listen, there's obviously a need for this, right? And there's, hey, we're doing this, but also I think, let me explain why the, the death of the marketer and why we need these processes to be put in place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because like I said, I've I've been there and I've I've been that uh, that person who has 47 email requests to, to create some content for one reason or another and, and felt like I'm drowning. So, uh, and Agile was awesome. Like it came in and really just kind of saved my butt. And so I, I want to make sure that as many people as possible have the ability to, to try it out. All right. Well, my butt needs to be saved. I, I, I'm with you on that. I guess if I had a dollar for every email that I got that had to do, Hey, you want to do content together? So, which I appreciate, like anybody sends me those, I, I love it, but it is like this, you know, I look at it, I'm like, wow, that's cool. 500 emails on a Monday. Yes. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I put some efficiencies in place, nowhere close to what you guys create by any means, but I've, you know, VAs and all that fun stuff where it's, 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 it's cause, you know, it's, I've had a little less, I guess, stress when it comes to that, but that's definitely something that I think I need to look at in regards to that. Cause there's processes that are in place that, that are, that could be improved. I think that's with anything you do though. I mean, it's, you know, it's like always have, especially to have an outside source or, you know, there's set of eyeballs to take a look at your process. Cause you always, well, I don't always feel this, but other people are like, Oh, I think it's a good process. And it's like, well, but it never hurts to have a third party take a look at it. Yeah, for sure. So let's, let's talk about your courses here. So you, you've, I see that you do a lot of courses. Like what are some of the, like how many courses do you have right now? Uh, so we have, uh, the agile marketing fundamentals that I mentioned, which is two days long. Um, and then most of the other stuff we do ends up being custom. 
um, after we've visited clients and figured out exactly what they need, um, things after that tend to be pretty customized. Um, we have an online course as well, which is a super basic kind of introduction. What is agile? What is marketing? How do they work together? Those kinds of yeah. things. Um, yeah. So those are a couple of them. Um, we have some fun, like half day ones that we've done, um, for local clients that are, are interesting. Um, my favorite one is, uh, about the theory of constraints. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's from Eli Goldratt's book, The Goal, which is very, very cool. Um, good reading if anybody's looking for some uh, good reading options. But yeah. the idea is every system has a bottleneck and we have to be able to identify it. We can't necessarily make it go away, but we've got to be able to optimize the system despite the bottleneck being there. And so we have a fun little origami folding exercise that teaches you um, how to identify the bottleneck and then what to do about it. So lots of ways to improve the system that don't involve just hiring a bunch more people. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So I, um, where I have my office, there's obviously other people in, in the office space, but one of them is KAI partners and they do a lot of this, they do it for the state of California, but if they do some scrum stuff and some stuff, and I've always been really intrigued by what they do, but I'll tell you that like the, the put up these crazy whiteboard things and I look at it my instantly, like, I think I get like my brain hurts, I get a little anxiety. I'm not even in the meeting. I'm looking at that going, Oh my God. Like, I think it's, you know, to be able to, to make it palatable and a little bite size. And you said so you have a course that's, let's see, it's kind of like that beginner, like, Hey, let's get you some, some framework or some foundation on one of some of the different things we have going, I think is a good idea because it can be daunting. I mean, I don't know your guys' process, but here when I look at it and they're working with the state of California, so there's hundreds of people, thousands of people. I mean, there's a lot of different stuff, but I look at that and I go, that looks like that was going to hurt my brain, but I do, I like the, I understand the value in it. I'm like, Hey, once you really, really figure this whole thing out and really drill, drill down deep, I think the origami thing is a great example of like, because then it's real hands-on and then people go, Oh, I see. Oh, that makes sense. Because a lot of the things we don't know, right. We don't know if there's a bottleneck or maybe you do, but you don't understand how it happens or how to get out of it even better. Right. Like there's a bottleneck. What do I do instead of like, do we just fire Larry or do we give Larry an assistant? Like, like what do you do? Right. It's like, how do we take care of that? Like um, for you guys, when you guys do the, those types of systems, you guys are looking at like, Hey, let's, once again, the efficiencies, right? Of saying, hey, listen, you have a 10-person team. You don't necessarily need to give 15 people. What you need to do is figure out how we can, you know, cut down on what people are doing or like how, what are the, what, like what would you recommend for something like that? I guess is kind of what I'm asking. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, most of the teams that we work with need to find a way to say no, right? And that's that's really what strategy is, is choosing the things that you don't do very intelligently. Um, one of my favorite lines from the Agile Manifesto is uh, simplicity, maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. And so allowing people to a visualize all the work, get it out there somehow so you can see everything that you could be doing, and then to intelligently choose from among that what the most valuable and important work really is, and then to allow people to go off and do it without being interrupted every five minutes uh, by some other, you know, emergency because you know everybody's got something going on all the time but to give people that space and that mental um you know opportunity to focus and get the thing done before you move on to the next one uh, is really really crucial yeah and once again as we talk about this i just think about our processes and, and some of that stuff because it's you know we, we were when you're i think you know and, and this always changes right each year every few years it changes it's like hey you know being 
you know, having ADHD, which was super awesome for me because I was like, oh, look, I can put up 1,500 windows and do 1,500 things. And now you're realizing like, hey, maybe it's a little better to focus a little bit on some stuff getting done. You know, we back in the day, I would have, you know, 10 projects going and we were 20%, 25% and nothing was really getting done because we were, you know, we would we would chip away at them and that was great. But it's like there was just so many different things that would have to happen there instead of focusing on one project finishing that project. I mean, unless it's clients, obviously, because then there's always different levels. But for our own internal projects we had, it's like saying, hey, we need to, like, let's just finish this one because this is a high priority, put all the team on this one, get this thing to where it needs to be, and then go move on to another project. So I think that is, and, and allowing that time, right? So I mean, when I was when I was younger, I mean, I was working, you know, 18 hours, 19, I mean, long, long, way long hours, seven days a week. And I was killing myself literally on, because I didn't have processes in place, right? Where I was just grinding, grinding, grinding. And I was making great money, but who cares about the money if you can't ever use it, right? I'm like, this is great. My son's going to, you know, have money in the bank and I'm going to be dead at, you know, four years old or something. So that's you know, obviously not the goal here in life. So I think that's, you know, when you look at those efficiencies and what you need to do to be able to to cut that down and, I, you know, work smarter, not harder, right, of like, of being able to do that. So it's really interesting to me, because like I said, I, I think of that transition of my agency myself as an individual from, you know, 20 plus years ago, until we're at today, I, I feel like we're definitely better for sure. But we're not we're nowhere close to the, the, the thought process and how you guys put things together. So once again, very intrigued by it, for sure. Yeah, it's really fantastic. And it's, it's been good. Like I'm an entrepreneur myself, but having the agile kind of little agile angel on my shoulder telling me like sustainable pace limit work in progress like has been really nice because I have small kids as well and and you don't want to spend 20 hours a day away and and grinding it out and really that we I think we are we're out of that world where busyness was the mark of status right it's more about being effective now and and you know if that takes you three hours a day then great work three hours a day so and that's the way we run my teams like I so my whole team I have a 31 32 person team now but we're all remote and I that's the way I run things is like it's not I'm not here to micromanage anybody I'm not here to that's just not the way I do things right because I don't want to I don't have time to go see hey what are you doing here what's going on here like if you're more efficient and you can get your stuff done in three hours when it should have taken eight I don't have a problem with that I mean as long as the work is getting done um, I think another thing is and I don't know if you've thought about selling this is that the agile angels do you think those are can you buy those because I, I mean I would probably take two right now because I'd probably I'd want two angel ones because the, the devil one not, always seems to be on my one. shoulder. Yeah, the devil one is always like, hey, no, do more. You, you know, you know, come on, man, show them what you got. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Like, I'm talking to the other angel real quick. Like, call me later or something. Is, do you guys sell those angels or anything? Or no? I, I'm going to go ahead and copyright that right now after we get off. And uh, we'll have them with for all our little workshop attendees. And it'll say, like, limit, work in progress every five yeah. minutes or so. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Everybody needs that a little, like, what is that? I was like, oh, it's my angel. I forgot about that, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Well, let me know if that works out because I'd like, I don't really care about a cut because it was a little bit of my idea, but I mean, you brought it up originally, but if you could send me a free angel, I guess, or two or whatever, maybe they can help me out throughout my day. Yeah, can do. Thank you, Ben. I look forward to the angel coming here in the mail. Um, so tell us a little bit. So when we talk about like, you know, like, let's say I'm an aspiring marketer and, and I say, Hey, I want to you know jump in the marketing space. Like, I mean, obviously, I think a first step would be, hey, you're obviously you have your course, right? Your your baseline, your foundational course where they could go take a look at. What are some other books or some other things that you've read that you might recommend? I mean, because if I'm a marketer, like for me, you know, we there's a lot of things that we would have to change. And I get that. But if I was starting off and said, hey, I really want to jump into this. I know there's training and stuff that you can go through as well. Like touch on that a little bit as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's so great to be able to self-educate 
these days. And I think diversification is just so important for marketers. Like don't pigeonhole yourself. I mean, even content marketing is amazing, but I think that it's not going to be content marketing forever. There's going to be something else that comes along and we've got to be ready to, to pivot. However that looks. Um, and so I think reading a good variety of different books, um, so let's see some other good ones. Um, I just finished 10X Marketing, um, which I really liked. Uh, they touch on Agile a lot there um, it's by the, the CEO of CoSchedule, talking about kind of how they've um, grown as a company. Um, and I love it when people do that, kind of share their real stories of this is what we did and this is what worked and didn't work. Um, I find that really helpful instead of the abstract ideas. Um, and then I think probably the like extreme opposite of that would be um, Jay Akunzo and his book, Break the Wheel, which is very like, don't follow what other people have done, like forge your own path and think critically for yourself. And so uh, the balance between those two is probably yeah, a nice one. Somewhere in the middle. Well, that's, and I think that's why the conversation I was excited about today is because the agile side of things we don't necessarily do, but we should. And that's where I love these kind of like the podcasts and this kind of stuff, because it's you can start to learn about it, right? I mean, I feel like there's always, these days it's hard because you have, there's so much information, right? And you got, you're funneling this in and trying to like make it palatable. And so for, you know, for, for entrepreneurs that like ourselves or we produce content and so people consume that content, which is good, but it's, you know, it's, it is difficult from our point and even the people that follow us is like to be able to, to have people come in and, um, and take a look at like, like, what do we, like, how do you filter through all that information that's coming through? Right. And I think this is something that that's why I, I always try to figure out some books that we can recommend to somebody because if they can go through and, you know, read a little bit and once again, not, I mean, maybe they go full blown agile, but maybe, you know, as a piece or a, I guess a, a something in your toolbox, right. Of that you can use. And so we talk about these different books that like, I hey, just give you a little bit of a better idea so you can at least talk fluidly about it. Maybe not be totally, you know, you know, like once again, not be an instructor by any means, but at least have enough information to be dangerous. Yeah, definitely. And if people are listening and interested in, in trying Agile just for themselves, there's a fantastic book called Personal Kanban, which I just reread as my like recommitment for the new year to kind of get back on track with things. But it really talks about um, designing systems for your whole life so you can manage your personal stuff and your work stuff and your workout stuff and your kids stuff all kind of together. So you're really making sure that you're doing the right the right thing at the right time. And who is the author? Do you, do you know? Oh, if you don't remember, I'm just, you could see every time you'd say a book, I go to write it down. So you see, yeah. I, I duck out for a second. So I'm just trying to, I'm going to, I'm going to add on my list. There's two authors and I can't remember. I can't okay. remember their name. That's right. I'll look it up. I'll look it up and we'll put it um, at the bottom of the podcast or something like that. Wow. I love getting to know more about new resources and tools for marketing. I'm learning so many new things about agile marketing as well. There's still a lot that I want to know about Agile Sherpas. We've taken the conversation further in tomorrow's podcast. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.